Mike the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch Nights, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Uh, Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geek Center of the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kiddies. Geek Fire! Can you try one more time? Say no. Geek Father real loud. Geek Fire way out! I just did it. Welcome back, guys. That's right. If you're hearing this luscious, beautiful voice, whoa, ooh, in the year 2022, the Geek Fathers are back. Yeah, buddy. That's right. I'm Scotty P here, and by my side, fellow bald, glasses wearing, mofo, Kyle Smash. What's up, man? What's happening, brother? Nothing. Uh, well, a lot. A lot. Apparently, a lot. Like a, a lot happened this break, guys. But Welcome back. Guys. I want to say nothing, but so much has happened. I I wish it could have been a little bit more nothing this time <laughs> yeah, around. Nothing. But Let's talk about some just it is some off the cuff shit. But man, there's just so much to t- go over. There is, and guys, welcome to 2022 with the Geek Fathers. Still bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent right to your little ear hole. Hopefully you guys have been able to catch up on any previous episodes. If you're a first-time listener and the first time of the, the our first episode of the year, welcome and welcome back, guys. Thank you for joining us. Yay! Yay! Clap in the background. When you said, like, right into your ear holes, I kept thinking, and right into your heart. Well, uh, that's appropriate, yes. Yes. We, we touch the heart in a loving way, not in a creepy way. Yes. So... But we God. don't always get permission, you know, so that's <laughs> oh, yeah. the only Cons- caveat. Consent is rule number one these days. Yes. So, yes. Guys, thank you very much. And we're, we're really going to hop right into it. First off, I would say on a personal level, uh, we did have a decent holiday break. Yeah. This Good year. Christmas. With school, the, the Christmas, the New Year, and everything. Nothing too exciting for us. I mean, we're still, unfortunately, in the midst of covid Trying to quarantine, trying to be good about all that mess, so to say. But overall, we still had a great time. Yeah, that's awesome. We had a great time too. We, um, you know, I, I, it was only a handful of us, but you know, it was the first time in actual while that I had my family and um, you know my girlfriend's family all under the same roof. You know, we were all yeah. we're all safe, but you know, there's only so much you can you can do with that. Uh, True, and you know, we had a great break. I learned a lot. Uh, since the last time we were on the mic and, uh, you know, 
looking to share that with the world. We we are growing. Yes, evolving. Yes, evolving the ebbs and flow, just like with parenting guys. Um, we are we so that like like we've always talked about in the in years prior. I mean, this show has been around for years now. We're mm-hmm. we're going to be approaching anniversary number two or three, something like that, this summer oh, yeah. for the overall show. Mm-hmm. Um, we're technically one year anniversary as you as permanent co-host. I know it's crazy. Yeah, I feel like we should go out to dinner. You know, let's yeah, make it let's a, make a nice, it romantic. A nice steak dinner, a fine yeah, wine. That's oh, right, buddy. We're we're gonna get loops. Nice good old red that's wine right. to go with it. Oh yes, medium rare. Yes. We'll make it happen. It will happen one day. Yes. So as as we sit there or sit here and look longingly into each other's reflections on our heads <laughs> from our shiny baldness, um, overall things are good. We hope things have been great for you guys. Uh, there have been some bumps in the road, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, we'll mainly talk about because we, we didn't have anything. Like you said, things were simple. We were able to do some family time. Nothing extraneous really occurred. You know, I still, you know, still had to work, you know, do some work and stuff. But the, the kids enjoyed their time. They they had, well, thanks to, thanks to the snow, they got almost in a whole know. extra week off of school. You're, you're telling you know? me. I'm like, hey, you kids are lucky. Some people right. were not lucky, obviously. No, that's why they were The area's not so hard hit. We were, you know, we were lucky enough. Uh, but it was right. like, you couldn't have come, you know, a week earlier, a few days earlier. Can I get one white Something. snow before the apocalypse happens? Exactly. Just one white Christmas. Yeah. So, and, and fortunately, I think uh, uh, to everybody out there, if you were stuck on 95 or in other areas, hopefully you made it home safely. I know it was a long, almost 24 hours for some people. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully you made it home. Uh, yeah. Just if, if you're listening... Be with you, man. You know, <laughs> I mean, you gotta you gotta appreciate the amount of time they're spent in a situation like that, and not metal knowing box, what's going to happen in a metal box in and, the middle of the cold. Right? And, oh man, I bet. Get, I, I can only imagine getting home. Uh, you kind of go, okay. I need another. I'm okay with shit. Yeah. You know, like things don't seem as stressful. I need, but I still need a whole other day, like a full another full twenty four hours to decompress. Right. I need at you least know, a few hours in that day to drink. You know, yes, maybe yes. just to get my nerves under control, uh, then take a rest, and then I'll come back to life the next day. You Very know, I'll true. come back and face it all. But Very I, true. I can only imagine you appreciate things a little bit more when you make it out of a situation like that. Agreed, agreed. But I and, I, and besides all the, all the, you know, we stay away from the politics and stuff. There's there's ever stuff growing, guys. So just remember. Even after the holidays, we know some of the stressors are there. We're still here. If if you need help or just need an ear just to to listen to anything you need. But things are going good. So far, it's not it hasn't been ideal, but 2022 has actually started off pretty strong. Yeah. You know, I, for a, more, more individually, I should say. I mean, like I say, the politics and blah, blah, blah. You know, we're not going to worry about all that mess right, right. now. We're talking about the, the kids are happy. They're healthy. They've been going. They've... they've that's what's that's important. That's what's important. Exactly. Yes. Those kids have ebbed and flowed so well with what's happened, and especially after a little, like a little glitch of of a few snow days away from school, yeah. is not going to hinder anything at yeah. this point. I think it was a glitch in the matrix. Oh, I agree. I think it was a glitch in the simulation. Yeah, I there there was definitely a software update and something got corrupted. Yes. It was, so it was probably a Windows. <laughs> It was a Windows it, update. Fucking Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know. 
But they, even the Matrix not immune to that shit, <laughs> right? Something's gonna fuck it up eventually. <laughs> but guys, um, this is basically the welcome back episode, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I speaking speaking of, and this oh. is from a geek perspective, you know, because we look at the world, you know, from the not just the experiences we had, but the things that we grew up loving, right? Yeah, and I and I have to, you know, and as you get older, you know, part of being not just a geek or a parent, you know, but just part of like living is as you get older, the things you once loved, you see kind of start to go because that is life, right? Yeah. And the, unfortunately, the the cycle unfortunately has ended on a few things. Uh, uh, one right before the new year, and one basically right after the new year. That's correct. And and, and so, which one do you want to tackle first? Let's well let's let's go chronologically here. Okay. Um. So is that age? Well, age and when it happened. When it happened. So that would be so, Betty White. Unfortunately, Betty White, uh, America's grandmother, you know, which, which, and if you have any, if you're dorky enough like we are, you know who we're going to talk yeah. about after this, unfortunately. But we lost Miss Betty White. Uh, sheer days, mm-hmm. like less than a week before her 100th birthday. I mean, six, yes, yeah, six days. Uh, no, no. How many days? 15 days? What did you say? I thought it was less than a week. It might have been less than a week. It might have been less than a week or a little more. I know that um, it just recently came out that she had actually suffered a stroke six days prior to passing away. Oh, I see. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You know, but the we grew up loving her, and, and not just as just geeks, but just as, as kids who watched TV and, and had really good right. TV well, on. But back in the day when you only had three, maybe four channels... Before yeah, the cake, that you were know, worth a damn. Right. Before all that, e- even as kids, at one point, you still had the glorious wonder of the Golden Girls. That's right. You know, and then Betty White on that show, along with all the other actors, were superb mm-hmm. on that show. I mean, that that show can do no wrong, but specifically Betty White at this point joined the rest of the Golden Girls in heaven or wherever plane of existence you believe in. And it, it was really a sad ending because Betty White just didn't stop. She was still going, man. She was, like like on purpose. Oh, uh, she was she was in everything. I mean, I so with my mom, I watched. Uh, you could see old reruns of like the Carol Burnett show, yeah, uh, and Mary Tyler Moore, yeah, um, on like Nick at Night. You know, and so I'd sit up with my mom and I'd watch watch and Golden Girls too. But oh, Golden yeah, yeah, Girls yeah, came yeah, a little yeah. bit later. I didn't realize this, but I used to love the show, and I knew she was on it. Was uh, Mama's Family? Yeah, and from 1983 to 1984, she was on that. I didn't know that. I mean, I was born in 1983, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. See, so, yeah, that's where that's where I've got you a little bit with the age. Where even though I had no idea what was going on with these shows most of the time, the comedy was still there, the impact was still there, and specifically. Betty White for for these characters that she did, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna go ahead and start bringing this up to where as you as you get older and you learn what these people have done, like you you really learn about the expansive right. career that she had. You didn't have access to that information back then, right? This is all pre-internet, yeah. and pre, if it was know. a movie star or whatever, and you saw them on TV, it was this you know it was your glammed up movie star style esque. That's what you saw them as, right? And as we've gotten older now, with the information coming out, like, you can find anything you want out about them, and you go, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that she basically was there from the start of TV. 
Yeah, she was there from the start. Oh yeah, she was there, and and the whole thing is is that she wasn't even there at the start. She made bigger impacts than oh, she so many other did people. Indeed. Um, I, and and I'm just glossing over. Of course, uh, we we Kyle here is is our detail researcher yeah. now. Well, uh, and, but, and and if you want to go over some details, this is some pretty cool shit. And I never. This is what I love about learning about people that you've 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 watched all your life and you get to learn about them is that you know there's always so there there's always more than just the work they did and right. sometimes it can make them not so great and sometimes it can make them that much bigger in your mind and like for her she started her career started in 1939 to 1953 in radio work early television um, uh, Bandy Productions. Yeah. Then she moved on to her own show. She had like in, a it was like a variety show of yeah. some type. Yeah. The now, Betty White Show. And now, now the Betty White Show, and, and as most people have probably learned by now with her death and everything, if you weren't a bigger like you know, I'm sure there are bit, way bigger fans than myself. I was a fan of Betty White, but I'm right. sure there are people that followed her career way more closely. I think I know where you're going. Oh, that what a badass. For not only at that time for a woman to take a stand of any type, but an anti-racist stand, fuck yes to Betty White. Mm -hmm. That woman had, like, as she even put it, she was like, why do you have to say you have to be tough as balls? It should be tough as vaginas because balls are very sensitive. They could take a pounding. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And... so yeah, and you bring that up, and I want to go. His name, he was a tap dancer, Arthur yes. Duncan. Yes, he became a regular cast member, and because of that, and it was you know the Southern stations, the Jim Crow era, all that stuff. Uh, you know, were you know she was threatened with a lot, but she yeah. had the balls to like to stick with it. She stuck with. Unfortunately, what was it? It was within like that uh, last she, year, or so that the show she had the got vagina the, to stick yeah, with she, it. Well, her yeah, there you go. Um, they did pull the plug on her show, which. Everything indicates it was in direct relation to that. Basically, she took a stand mm-hmm. as a woman who was considered, and I'll just say then at this point, it was considered a minority, and that she was standing up for, I guess the way people looked at it was a less lesser minority is really the, the, the best way to describe it, really. Because, I mean, granted, like, those times were jacked. When, when we think about the way things are now and the way they should be, they were so much worse, you know, 60, 70 in years terms ago. Of, especially in terms, yeah, in terms of the laws, uh, and, laws and, and the, and, well, the repercussions per- from oh, something yes, like that, for yes. sure. But you know, she never, she never backed down from it, and I think right. she stayed. And 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 everything I've looked at her career, you know, she and it wasn't always just in the character she plays. She just played them so well. She was such a such a talented actress. Very diverse. Very just. General talent, but yeah. you know, in the information age and the age of YouTube and then Facebook and stuff, and she started coming out more with, you know, just kind of being able to in these sort of, um, uh, you know, uh, smaller, you know, ways, I guess, smaller, smaller um, chunks of herself of time that she would come out with small videos, you know, memes, oh, yeah. things like that. But she was she was hysterical, but she was um, known to just be a very kind person. Right, you know, and it's it uh, sassy but kind. Well, tough, tough as nails, but oh, definitely yeah. kind. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know. Uh, so for for her to go through that, to live that kind of life over that many years, and and you know, I I, I know that you know you could say, well, she was ninety nine, so that's pretty goddamn amazing for her yeah. to live ninety nine, and she was, and it's a proof that some good people do get to 
to to, to have live that, that sort, full yeah. existence. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, it gives me some it gives me some hope. She's but to go right before your hundredth, it's almost like I could just I imagine a, a woman of her stature and her toughness if she had the choice and was able to like look out on herself and be like, no. No, 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 no. Right. I didn't go this far to not make it to fucking triple digits. Right, exactly. Like, you know, oh my death's God. standing right there like it's time to go, you know. She kicks him in the nuts and was like, you're a weak-ass pussy. Right. And then she, <laughs> I'm exactly. buying myself two more weeks. Dude, and, and the fact that she held, and and I mean, we're, we're going to repeat ourselves, you know, for the most part about this. But she really did hold her own standards. She managed herself for the most part on her own terms about and she held a career in the entertainment business yeah. no less which through changing so, eras decades oh, i mean that's that's the change in decades and eras and where most people and oh, no they offense, burn out in under 10 years exactly i was about to say some people are lucky enough to stay in the entertainment business for a decade yeah much less multiple decades and to be able to do it on your own like I'm sure, I'm sure there was stuff that she did just for a paycheck, but she still brought so much of her own life mm-hmm. into whatever role she had. Like even Rose from the Golden Girls, yeah, she played the quote unquote dumb one, mm-hmm. but she, she pulled those one liners like there was no tomorrow, and oh, only Betty actress. White could have done that. Yeah, I you, mean, listen, it's, it's I, I've often thought it takes someone really smart to place to pretend to be someone really stupid. Absolutely, you absolutely, know? yeah. Because when you're genuinely stupid, you can you you know, yeah, like oh, you can tell when someone's probably just been able to remember their lines. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, so cheers to her. Absolutely, and, and the life that she led and the legacy uh, uh, that she's going to leave behind. And luckily, in this day and age, uh, younger generations can see her. Like I said, right. I. Last, I was just telling you, last night I watched Golden Girls. I, it's It's been on in our house for the past yeah. cu- week or two, just, you know, always catching episodes. But it was like, again, thanks to this day and age, you can start at season one, episode one, and just roll through the whole show straight through. And they were, you know, they and were ahead of their time, you know, attacking, you know, certain subjects and like racism and things dude, like that. So they were they completely attacked ahead of racism. Time. They attacked um, homophobia. Sexism. Sexism. I mean, the show was about four elderly ladies who were standing on their own. Yeah. So, some due to, unfortunately, they were widows or even divorced, but they made it on their own. Dude, you can't go wrong with that. Nope. And this is in the 80s when shit was still a little funky with sexism and racism yeah. and... All the, the the isms and obias and phobias or whatever yeah. you know it was it's, still in the funk. Oh yeah, not not getting funky. It was still yeah, just it was still still all bunch still, of funky areas that stink hit, on especially it, in sure. especially in pop culture. Absolutely, you know, that's that's you know, and that's where when it when it came out or when it was a when it was attacked head on, you know, those subjects yeah. by certain people. You know, in in those decades is what you know. Those were the real impacts because you were you know you right. were truly going against the and, the wave or the curve. You know, and thanks to the technology, that's where we can pass that on. Right. Because as much as oh, dude, I mean, I would have loved to have met Betty White. Talk about a fucking bucket list celebrity meeting like just to be like you're awesome and get a little hug from her maybe a photo (laughs) it could have been five minutes but just the fact to meet her but with today's day and age of technology she is such an ideal person to pass on to 
our kids, other kids, you know, to be like, it doesn't matter your age, it doesn't matter your sex, your your race, or whatever. You can make things fucking happen. Yeah. You just, just stand to your scruples and, mm-hmm. you know, fight the good fight. You know, and that's part of being a geeky parent, I think, like a nerd dad. Uh, For sure. Is, is when you have kids... Is you take like and we've said it a million times before. Is you take some of those elements and you try to feed them into the to the parenting aspect. Sure, you know, yeah. for me, it's like you know, I have I have my mom who uh, you know I see as, you know, I as and as I get older, no, she's not perfect, but know that she was yeah. a, per, a great mom, you know, or a great person, and to this day, yeah. you know, strong as shit. The, those realizations of. Oh, that's why they did that. I hated them right. when I was a teenager for doing yeah. that. That's why they made these. But but, they, but then you're like, oh shit, that wasn't I, selfish. You know. That was a sacrifice, right? Uh, right. You know, they even become more. You, you still know they're not perfect, but they only because you're going through it yourself and realizing, like you said, shit, yeah. this is hard. Um, exactly. And, you know, so exactly. when I when ladies like her exist or or just people. And I'm with my kid and, and, you know, when I think about it or I'm seeing a video or I'm seeing a meme, I'm like, I want you to look at this, you know, because I want you to see the type of people that you can be. You don't have to compromise or do some, you don't have to do some TikTok video where you're scat, you know, where you're not barely dressed or it has to be a fucking dance. Like, listen, there's people you do you, but you know, uh, when it comes to her, I want, I want her to. You know, to just see those the that self people res- are the out in the world. The self-respect needs to be there first whether and then just to show it as you do your thing. Whether you're man, woman, whether you identify one way or the other, it does not matter. Those right. those people can be a symbol for things for us to reach pers- as, as, as not just uh, personally, but as a society yeah. if you let it. And, you know, so, so you know more power and and I said cheers to her and and you know thanks for Absolutely. thank you for even if you didn't realize helping me be a better parent uh, even with small moments of your wisdom that I could share you entertained us in our youth and, yeah. and gave us a proper stand on where we should be for so much to do with our parenting oh absolutely yeah so i raise our glass to miss betty white yes for even though you are gone off this mortal coil you will live forever in our hearts. And on the internet. And on the internet. So, <laughs> thank you, Miss Betty White. Uh, now, I hope we can even give half the praise to this next one. I don't think when, so, but that's nothing against him. It's just well, not Betty White. The, yeah, well, it's just that he spent maybe about half his time on the earth that, that she did. Oh, almost, yeah. You know. And did a lot less. Right. Did a lot less, but it still had a great impact. Um the late great Bob Saget, that's uh, right. America's dad, Mr. Danny Tanner himself. That's right. And and again, uh, if you ever want to catch a great tribute to Bob Saget, I've mentioned this show on here before. It's called Never Thought I'd Say This. It's uh, Miss Jody Sweeten mm-hmm. with her friend Cecile. Uh, they have their own parenting podcast that they do. Have they already talked about this? Yeah, it happened pretty recent. So yeah, they they have brought up stuff. They they re released some um a, a fun little behind-the-scenes type episode of when um, Bob Saget was on their show, mm-hmm. uh, like last year sometime, you know, st- stuff like that. So, it, and, and that's why, like, even, even though these are sad things, I want to be hype about it because these people, Betty White, Bob Saget, America's grandmother, America's dad, mm-hmm. 
for for various reasons, and people can you know disagree with oh it's just a celebrity or whatever. Regardless, these people had well they had an impact. more more of a, an impact, and I would say more. I I can't think of negative impact by any means. Well, yeah, well they had their pulse. You know they were you know you know part of the zeitgeist. Yeah, you know, they're when you say you know you have your you know your finger on the pulse, like they were part of the pulse. You know, and that's that's exactly. what makes them bigger. It's like. Everybody has an effect in their own little world in some way uh, to the people around them. Right. But when you when you get to certain statuses, especially early then, I don't think it yeah. matters as much now uh, because the well, smaller celebrity really has more power. It seems well, or yeah, more there's, noticeability, there's accessibility these days. Right. So back, but back in the day, they were they were it. They right. were like, you know, you raised them up. Right. Like wow, like Harrison Ford. Like oh my god. You are a god, you know yeah, what I mean. <laughs> so, like that's that's and that's what you grew up right. seeing, and that they were part of the zeitgeist, and he was no different. I mean, exactly, he was totally in the home. Bob Saget was is the one that threw us the awesome curveball, and I say this because the majority of the world first met Bob Saget as, as you mentioned, Danny Tanner, America's Dad, Full House, a show that again we grew up with had huge impact, mm-hmm. but then he was kind of what. After that show ended or like somewhere, the show probably technically hadn't even ended at that point, you know, depending on your age, on when you found it. Because, again, this is still like very early Internet days. Yeah. So you didn't always know what was going on. He was ended up being that little extra cool dad of being like, oh, you tell really dirty jokes and you cuss a lot. Yeah. Well, he, I, you know, it's funny because he started up in stand-up. Yeah. And I'm sure he was like that all along. But then getting that role... Uh, you know, he had to, and then of course, you know, America's well, Funniest Home Videos, he had to play this super clean, super vanilla. Like, like, like I, I, I can, I can make the little joke, but it's a totally clean joke. It's that a totally, every, yeah, know, I that, just, I caught, and I, sounds bad saying it now, but back then it would have been like the Cosby joke, you know, I don't curse in my, that sort of thing. For like the very, time, yeah, For the time, yeah. very clean. Um, and that's how he was known to the household, like, like I, I did, ninety eight percent of America, yeah, knew I, him as this clean cut dude. I didn't know how dirty he was in terms of his comedy no. until I saw him on Entourage. He did oh, a stint. See. He did a stint on Entourage way early on. It was like the first couple of seasons. See, I never really watched the show, but uh, I knew he was on there. Well, so. I mean, a lot of it's it's a you know, I love the show, but a lot of it's it's definitely toxic masculinity at its finest. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. With some curveballs thrown see, in there. What what I got was again very early internet days was a friend going, Oh my god, Danny Tanner, you know he cusses and you're like, What? Yeah. You're crazy, you know, blah blah blah. Saw one of those eighty like eighty four, eighty five videos of him at the comedy store doing his actual stand up. Holy shit, you're like this is fucking Danny Tanner. Yeah. What? Oh, but but you you loved him even more because at that point you're later teens getting into and then you're just like, no, Danny Tanner was the cool dad because he held his responsibility, did what he needed to do, but he also lived life and knew how to talk through life as well. Yeah. I mean that guy, and and then of course the stuff that he you know half baked. And stuff. Um, well, he also he also was the uh, the voice of the older main character Ted Mosby in How I Met Your Mother. So he narrated the show. Oh shit! All, that's all right. Se- he yes. did. He narrated the show that, all seasons. As much as I loved that show when it was on, like I totally forgot about that. 
Um, and I'm just recently learning he actually is from Philly. Yeah, he's from Philly. Like, yeah, like yeah, I'm from Philly originally. I was born well, there. I know that. I thought that was just pretty cool. I, you know, I, that's what I said. You always look and you go, yeah. man, I didn't know this about well, people. But it, uh, I think he had moved. They had come down um, to, like, Virginia at some point and lived. Oh, really? At least Norfolk. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's some, uh, there's some, there's a lot of great information. Again, what you can there. find on, like, Wikipedia and different stuff like that as well. Well, there's, all, there's only so many resources you're going to find stuff about right. him. I know that my, so my, I don't know if my kid knows, but she loves Loves, 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 loves Full House. Full House and Family Matters were the two, like, even now. Yeah. That is definitely something geeky that, not even I, but her mom, who's not even, like, a nerd about anything, like, you know, we showed her, like, those two shows, and even to this day, like, she loves them. Fuller House, she loves the shows. Well, I was about to say, and I think that the impact is even bigger, you know, because he did go back and did, you know, did Fuller House wasn't involved with it as much, but still played the role to a fucking T, like as no one else can, of course, do Danny Tanner. And I, I think one of the most heartbreaking things with what's happened with him is that he was technically right in the middle of doing another comedy tour. Yeah. Which was always his, or he, that was his original bread and butter. One thing he has always talked about that he has loved to do is his the comedy tours, yeah. man. And at this point, as, as we're recording the episode, we don't have any details. No. So, <clears throat> but you know, it, fingers crossed. Excuse me. Um, I'm I'm hoping there was no relapses. Uh, just to say it straight out, there was no relapse on anything that maybe cropped up from his past. Hopefully, well, I don't knock I mean, on wood. There are there are some news reports out there. There's uh, one report I. S- we talked about the the hotel employees finding him and then calling, you know, of course, calling the cops and unresponsive right. person uh, where they found him in bed with the lights off and just uh, his hand across his chest. So so he it, it seemed like it happened while he was uh, so far from the report that it happened while he was sleeping. Right. Which is. So uh, hopefully he went peacefully in the night is yeah. the hope and be all for that. Yeah. So, no, agreed. And, and I just say that because things are, you know. Things are stressful, and when you're in the limelight, I can only imagine the additional stress and those demons that crop up from the past is the only reason why I say that. I, I would hate him, or not hate him, I, I should say I would love him no less if that were to be something, So, if, and if that report is correct, which I hope it is, great. Uh, you know, he went peacefully. It's the best way you can hope to go. Right. Uh, I mean, it's so close to home. That's how my father went. Yeah. He, he went uh, in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at fifty-two, right? So you know, uh, uh, it's it is it is one of those things where it's like it's sad. Uh, but if you're gonna go, um, you know, that's at most peace that you can be, I guess. Exactly, exactly. And I, I feel, and and I guess part of what hurts is, like like I said, is that not only was he turning touring, he was really on backup on an upswing for getting back into things. I think doing Fuller House and a couple other things he was yeah. working on really helped motivate him because, what, he was 68? Uh, yes. Well, um, he was, was it 56 to 2022? So, uh... I am so terrible at on-the-spot math. You don't even know. 44. Yeah, so 60, mid-60s. Yeah, mid-60s. Mid-60s. Mid okay. For someone... Just like what we mentioned with Betty White, for someone to even be at that age 
and to keep rolling in the entertainment business. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but to be on an upswing for him to sit there and be like, I'm going back to my roots. I'm doing something I love and I can do it and still Mm -hmm. pay the bills and have fun while doing it. That man did two culturally impactive sh- uh, impacting shows, and I mean, you know, For culturally sure. uh, in terms of the pop, pop culture and in the world, right? Was obviously Full House, um, and How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. And even though he wasn't physically well, on there, he voiced it. Well, America, yeah. So three, yes, yes, and those are still on. I'm, I'm oh yeah, the, the reruns sure. are still everywhere. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Carlton from. Uh, uh, Alfonso. Alfon- yes, Alfonso, uh, who played Carlton on uh, Fresh Prince, is, yeah. does him now. Yeah. If, I, if I'm not Yes, no, you're mistaken. correct. You're correct. Okay. I, I've happened to catch a couple episodes of the only reason why I know that. But, you know. Hey, you know. He's hey. good. He's a talented guy. Hey, no, another talented guy. But those where I was going to say is really the two, Betty and Bob, unfortunately, were the two real big hits. Like, again, leaving everything at the wayside for this, like, just in your day-to-day, like, you will, if those people are ever on TV, I will always watch them. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it's all going to be reruns now, and unfortunately, Mm -hmm. we have stuff like Fuller House was a Netflix show. Yeah. They are definitely going to keep that along with the original Full House on there, probably for who who knows how long. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you know, we've been watching the Golden Girls and, you know, a couple other things. It's... I'm worried about the now. I'm, I'm starting to worry about the people from Family Matters. As I sit here and we're talking about this, <laughs> I'm like, can everybody be okay from that show? Because uh, you know, the the guy who plays the dad, um, and I forgive me because his his actual name escapes me. Who plays Carl? Yeah, the father in there was in like many movies. He was the guard in Ghostbusters. Says, "Hey, Ghostbusters, Mayor wants to chat with you or see you guys." Yeah. Uh, obviously, the, Die the, Hard. The, the first cop, two Die Hard. First two Die, the cops and Die Hard. Yes. Um, you know he just did so many, and then of course Carl uh, Jaleel White was, was um, Urkel. Urkel, yeah, yes. Which he still does stuff. Actually, he um he just uh, created a new strain of weed with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> so he is doing just fine, sir. Do that, I wonder. I wonder if they just. Uh, I think it's called, siphoned it out of Snoop Dogg's blood. And mix it. I mean, I'm sure he's that would make be, it potent as I'm fuck. sure that man's blood has got to be at least uh, 60, 40 but, THC. But, but I believe it's called the Purple Urkel. The pr- <laughs> <coughs> Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Purple Urkel. Yeah. I'm surprised they can even use that name, but. um, Dude, uh, copyright law, that's probably long gone. I did this for the. Oh, uh, I guess Statue la- of Limitations. Yeah, right now. yeah. I, dude, I doubt anybody really worried about reading up the name Urkel. Yeah. After 20 years ago or so. So, yeah. Well, that was around. Well, yeah, because Full, um, Full House was what? Yeah, it was 87. It started. Family Matters. Um, yeah, those shows were all like started late 80s and went into. 1989. Yeah. And then they, they all went to about mid-90s because, yeah. well, they're part of the TGIF. Yeah, that's right. I used to love TGIF, too. Oh, dude, TGIF was the best marketing ever it, for Friday nights, was, man. Especially for kids and yeah. families who were home. Right. Uh, dude, you know, pizza night. class families, yeah, too, absolutely. specifically. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was great. I, like I said, to this day, I still watch them. But yeah, 89 to 97, and then they were 87 to 95 was Full House. Yeah. So... You know, they went a little longer, but those shows, they had, especially, I think Family Matters actually had 
a bigger impact. Not to take anything away from Bob Saget, but in terms of shows and its impact, cultural impact. Cult- cultural impact should be the sure, key for that. For sure. Absolutely. Um, uh, and to this day, honestly, my and my kid, she agrees the same way. If given <laughs> the choice between Full House and Family Matters, we will always choose Family Matters. Nice. But not because we have any love, less love for Full House. Right. It's just... It's just Family Matters. It's just totally. It was a, a different thing on its own. But both shows were really great at showing, um, teaching good morals, and not uh, not yeah. shoving it up, you know, down your throat. No, well, they, they the, and that's where you give the writers for shows like this the, such huge credit. Not, I mean, again, Bob Saget, the other actors, and everything pulled the characters off, especially those child actors. If they came out ha- halfway. As, as a halfway decent human, yeah, the way a lot of '80s '90s child actors have like ooh have like kind of gone downhill really bad. Mm-hmm. Not to say they haven't had their issues, but they're stronger now. Hopefully, they are great. But the writing was so it was subtle enough, impactful enough, and the and I don't know if it's sad or a good learning tool that we have now is that those shows and the stuff that they talked about morally can still be used today. Mm -hmm. Which the sad part, of course, of that is, yes, we still have to teach our children about racism, phobias, the isms, as I mentioned earlier. Those things are still prevalent. Relevant? Prevalent? Yeah. You've got me confused Prevalent. 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 Damn it. Whew, I'm getting I'm getting worked up over Bob and Betty here. So um, Google that shit. I will. You're you're the Google guy on know, the show. I know. I know. So you get that. But um, but it's, it, yeah, the impact on it, the impact from those shows, um, especially uh, Full House, whether it's Betty White or Bob Saget, um, Mary Tyler Moore show. She you know all those shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. All those shows were were great for a reason, and either they attacked something or they, you know, they. Especially Mary Tyler Moore, strong female characters, right. Golden oh, Girls yeah, as yeah. well. You know, um, Bob Saget's, uh, you know, or Full House, and and kind of showing the. Uh, I don't know well, if they were well, middle class or rich. I want to say that they were, but but it was just about showing, um, you know, that it's tough raising kids. And no ba- matter what, yeah. I, I was going to say that that's the general. That that's why I say Bob Saget was the cool dad because he handled business. Like you really look at like I mean you're mixing real life characters and stuff, so to sure. say. He handled shit. He showed you the the great way to grow as you raise the family. And then you find out that, you know, the clean cut dude can still tell a, a dirty joke that's still funny. Yeah. Without hurting feelings. You know, it's the, you, you know, the, you say it like that, but then at the same time, you really like some of it was the sign of the times, but really like for the way that man joked. You you could still watch his old stand up from the eighties and still laugh and still not feel dirty because of a certain yeah. of just certain things that were said. You know what I mean? But still some of it's, the dirtiest humor. Oh I yeah, ever heard. Oh yeah, and I mean hell, uh, you know the Jesse there, John Stamos played oh, with yeah. uh, played with the Beach Boys. You know he was in the Kokomo video before. I think he was he got no that he, was during Full House. Was that during Full House? Yeah, because when? the Beach Boys were on the show a couple times. Well, I know they were on the show a couple of times, but I don't remember when Cocktail came out. Uh, it, the show was already going on. I, I remember that. So, yeah, they're probably a year or two in. Uh, that, yeah. You know, 
it was just it had a lot it had a lot of great stars on it and uh, Full Fuller House came out it actually wasn't bad I would watch it I'd watch I, it with my kid and I was like we, we totally like the it, wife and I were like oh man I hope they really don't jack this up and we we just started watching it and just we're like when's the next season it, it very much felt you know? like a Full House episode yeah. like the old style sitcoms that you know that really now you know everything's got to have everything does seem to have a darker twist on it and I think that was the difference from things we grew up with. And when they come out, like Fuller House was so popular, because um, I just watched uh, um, the preview for Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the new right. One. And uh, I mean, it looks good. It looks good. It doesn't. Yeah, and they, it's, it's they're a, rebooting that, right? Rebooting it as a, a more serious tone, which is if they want to, you okay. know, if they want to take that on to tackle issues in a non-comedic format, I'm all for it. That's fine. Sure. At the same time. Uh, it is not. It's to me when I just looking at the preview, I was like, "Well, this this is definitely not Fresh Prince." You know, like Fresh Prince, growing up watching that had this like great humor and great heart, and just like in Bob Saget and Betty White, yes. no one is going to Fresh Prince other than Will Smith. Yeah, not truly, not yeah. the, a true. Fresh I'm going to give the new know? kid a chance. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he's new. To and, the, and it's not. And it's not to say that he'll do a bad job. But it's obviously the higher ups that are just using the name as the the intro to make this show, right. you know that, that they're doing that type of thing. And we're going on a geek rant here. Another show is Wonder Years. Uh, I absolutely adore the original Wonder Years, and I'm going to tell you right now, the new Wonder Years is phenomenal. I, we've been it's watching it. Phenomenal. I love the, this new Wonder, and you know Fred Savage is yeah. the producer on it. Yeah, so he's he's had a hand in helping direct. At least you know that the kind of the same feeling yeah. you get while watching it, and you're watching it from the different perspective that you never really you never got to see on the original show. No, no, because even though they touched on some things like that, and not as very heavy, lightly, very lightly, and the way this new Wonder Year show it oh it is done, and and again you want to talk about I don't know if it's just the how things have collided together. Or the way things have been written, or just the the stars aligned just right. You're talking about the way this the writing is superb. They have yeah. found this great core group of actors, especially um the dad who oh, actually is from like most people know him from Psych. Uh huh. Um, but he, he you know, was he, the partner of the guy with um right. Uh, he had the uh, eidetic memory. Right. Exactly. And he actually comes more from a comedy background, but the way he portrays this father in the mm-hmm. 60s, a black father in the 60s. Yeah. I can only I, imagine, I, I mean, yeah. You know, like, like they can only touch but so much on what a, what a person actually thinks, but the way they have portrayed some things have been fucking phenomenal. Well, you know, they, but they, and they've got the, like the, the, just everything works about that show. Everything works about it. I, I highly recommend people to go watch it. Right. Uh, See, and those are the shows, too, that um, are, you know, and some people don't always agree with this, the, the way it's done, but, you know, teach their own. Those are also the shows that are dinner time shows for us. Yeah, they were family time shows. Well, well and but that's what we do now when we're eating dinner, when we're having that moment where it's just like, no, you're not going to watch a random cartoon and blah, blah, blah. You're going to watch this because they, and, and the boys will usually watch them. But it's to me, it's going to be like, all right, that subliminal type thinking is already there in a good way, not not yeah. trying to, you know, not like to, I was groomed to finish my plate. 
Every time I right. eat. No, yeah, every time they hear the theme song to the Wonder Years, they want dessert. You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing like that. But, you know, but that's how, that's how it started with us. Right. With a lot of these shows back then, these were the primetime shows where either you ate dinner and watched them right after, mm-hmm. or just how things evolved is where you were able to watch a show while eating dinner because mm-hmm. it was Family time. And we're, you know, you know, in my life, the way that I grew up, and you know, my mom was a single mom, and she worked a lot, right? Uh, and when she was there, it was great. We'd sit and we watched TV. But it was a lot of times where, you know, my older brothers might or may have not been in there. Maybe, um, sure. Where that was my safe place. Yeah, that is that Fair. is where I went. Fair enough. Yeah. To hide from things, and I and but I chose to hide in things that made me feel positive inside, and not yeah not feed into me being if I was an angry kid or if I was upset about something like yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. I felt I, I gravitated towards it like even Wonder Years um, you know at the end of the it taught you something it, yeah, you know the, it was the about, little like lesson at the end it was always, and, yeah, yeah I just yeah. I was like I was so thirsty for that stuff um, <laughs> and you know when I, I and I, you know with my kid now and I try you know she gets like that but I don't think she takes from it what I can't what I got just because she's living in a different sort of life. You know, she right. may not need yeah. that as much. But she definitely gets that feeling of, I was sitting there with uh, 10 years or 20 years from now. She goes, me and my dad, we would just sit down, we'd eat and watch uh, Goldbergs. And that's what we did on Wednesday nights, you know. And and then afterwards, yeah. we played uh, we we played checkers or something. You know, like, sure, yeah, that yeah. is what she's going to remember. So, you know, same positive impact. And um, mm-hmm. and I hope that they keep the like Wonder Years, the new one, going for as long as they can. Yeah, I think we still technically need to finish the first. Se- I'm pretty sure they finished the first season. I'm not sure if they've started a second season yet. Of uh, Wonder Years? Yeah. No, I don't think they've gotten a, se- a second season yet. Okay. Yeah, we're we're you know per usual we're behind on on a few things. I'm usually an episode or two behind things. Yeah, I mean, same here. So we same we can here. only download so much <laughs> shit know, into right? our brain. But I know but I know stuff like um going back to what part of what you were just saying, I know something is is being impactful though because I mean Leland only so much. He's 4. But Logan, you can tell when something catches him because he'll be like, "Hold on." And again, fortunately for this day and age, we can pause. And he's like, what does that mean, what what he's saying or what he's doing? And we can actually have a discussion about it. Now, there are times where he'll have one, you know, I know he's watching, but he wants nothing to do with whatever. He'll barely eat his dinner and he's in his own world. But he's still, he's, he's still catching stuff. You can see him looking and the wheels turning. But I that's where I get most appreciative of how things can be, even for... TV, you know, the thing that rotted your brain back in the day, according to the experts, mm-hmm. of, again, where, where you, the stars aligned just right for that writing, the actors portraying the characters, for a seven-year-old child to be watching a show about a black family in the 60s and go, something about that is not right. What does he mean when he says that? And you have to, and we've had discussions on racism and other things in our house. We don't hide stuff like that. We may filter it a little bit based on, you know, visual violence or something. Sure. But there... You're ha- not going to show them American History X yet. Oh, no. You know what I mean? like, no, 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 Like no. that sort of shit. But, but Logan is actually... Um, I think I've mentioned it before back when, when it happened. It, Logan has actually watched a documentary uh, with me about the 13th Amendment, which is 
basically how they're still keeping slaves, only they're using the prison system to do it. Right. He's watched that with me. Well, I watched that, yeah. And, I mean, he was, and and he asked a couple questions, and I, you know, we would stop and explain a few things. There were a couple scenes where I was like, here, cover up your eyes real quick, you know, just because it was like, you don't need to see this. But he absorbed it. Mm -hmm. And you could definitely tell where that has taken a foothold and something is not right. When somebody does this, or set, or he's yeah. catching the 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 keywords, if you will. So, and that's how that's how that's that's truly how you you get past or 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 clear some of those things from the you know from the social lexicon is is you young when you get them to understand that these things are wrong, human yeah. to human, it's wrong, and and people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. People can relearn. Yes. But you are going to have this confrontation at one point or another of this person is saying this just based on color of skin, your background, your sexuality, your, you know, your hair color, whatever. Evolution is why we're here. And just, and even if we were to stop evolving biologically, sociologically is not the case. We can continue to evolve. Sociology is going to evolve no matter how we are physically or mentally. Well, there. yes and no. I, I will. I, I'd have to do a, agree on that. It's going to become something. But when in terms of like mentality and, and actions, when I when I think of evolve uh, is to be better than we are now. What uh, is in a society, and I don't know if I said the word right earlier, but the, in the society, we can de-evolve in terms of how we regress fair, back no, to no, old fair. actions. I was using that very loosely. Right. You're, so, right. You're right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But yes, I mean, the hopes is, is that if you can teach them young that these things are bad, that people are just, people can be people, no matter what box you think that, or the world thinks that they fit in. They can just be people, and if you can look at them like that, you'd be really surprised. Yeah, how somebody looks versus who they are, um, or how they they present themselves out into the world yeah. in terms of how they treat other people. That should really be the currency in which you you use for you know for relationships in your life. Uh, there you uh, go. So that's that is where we can evolve more, and if we do get there. It's wonderful. I don't know if it's fully going to happen. I think we're on a good course, but I don't know if it's going to happen. It, it's it's hard to tell. We're we're really at, at, a, that's at what an our, odd tipping point. That, with that's a lot where of this stuff, new generation's you know? for. Yeah, is to yeah. is to learn the things that that we learned slowly. Now they're going to have to learn faster because the world's not going to let things them are take their time. Yeah, that, things are definitely quicker now. Yeah, but again, that's where these shows where we reflect back on Betty White, Bob Saget, and these other great people who made that impact on us, whether it doesn't matter if it was through a sitcom. It it got the message through, mm-hmm. which is the the important part. I mean, it's not always the go-to to, to, <laughs> right. to, to relay right. the message, but it, it's really funny how within a certain age group, like these sitcoms really were our, almost our moral compass, Yeah, you know, to a degree. I mean, granted overall, our parents were definitely not like, my, my parents were definitely not racist, you know. No, no. And, you I know, mean, nothing no. like that. I mean, but, my, I know my mom was my moral compass all the way around. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it made me enjoy those shows so much more because in my head as a kid, I'm going, oh, my mom's like that. Yeah, well, you know, it, like, it established where you stood. Yeah, yes, you know, yeah, sure. absolutely. And I'll tell you what, if you're a parent out there 
and you're teaching lessons about life through like you know fucking Star Wars. Um, whatever all, you can yes. use, do what you need to do, boo. Yes, you do fucking. You. I love how you use boo in that too. That's that was, right. That was good. You do you. <laughs> okay. You do you, boo, boo, boo. <laughs> so, and that's really the message. And I think honestly, that's a great way where the geek fathers are gonna start bringing. You know, we're bringing in twenty twenty two. That's right. Uh, for this, um, I know as, as you, always boo. as. as Oh, Jesus. <laughs> As per GY uh, Network, uh, we go off the rails. But, again, I I just want to send out uh, all our love from the Geek Fathers to the personal friends, the family who knew uh, Betty White. Because, again, we're fans. We know who they are, but we did not know them. But they still have plenty of uh, family and friends, you know, like a... Like a Betty White, I can only imagine her group of people that she was right. cool with. Um, but I can say for like Bob Saget, you know, there was Jody Sweeten, John Stamos were probably two of the, at least that I know of, the most public people who spoke uh, on his behalf a- right. after his untimely death. So to to everybody there, you know, our, our love and condolences, uh, we will miss them too. Uh, talk about a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Um, that those two wonderful, wonderful people had on the world. And I, I just want to end this off with saying, not just them, but there's uh, so far this year, there's been a lot of loss, uh, even some closer to home. And I want to say that to everyone yes. out there who lost somebody, regardless of the of the situation, uh, you know, here's to you and stay strong. Absolutely, yeah. There's been it's been personal and public all around. Unfortunately, but uh, guys, again, we're here. Just even if you need an ear to vent to, someone to talk to, we're here. GY is here. Um, if not, we will help you find somebody who can be there for you. Yes. Uh, so feel free to reach out. And if you want to really keep it anonymous, uh, feel free to email us. It is uh, geekfatherpodcastgy at gmail.com. If you want to keep everything anonymous, of course. There's the Twitter at GeekFather1, at GeekFather the number one, Facebook, the Geek Fathers. We're all around. And if you just have anything general or uh, just have some of the after holiday blues and you want to buy yourself something a little nice. That's right. Put our faces on your body. Put our faces on your body. Go through GYPodcast.com. <laughs> Click on the link to our friends over at Tee Public, And, of course, that's where you find all the GY merch, all the wonderful designs. I think I'm pretty sure the Halloween ones are gone. Um, Hobbit was keeping those on there for through Christmas. That's right. Um, and I know this year, even though I know we've said it before, this year we are definitely gearing up towards, at least for the Geek Fathers, we're working on some new designs, yeah. some new things coming with the, the shows. We're working in pandemic time. It's different than than, than, Absolutely. Uh, than it used to be. Yes. It's a whole different time. It is. It's crazy. Structure. But um, we're definitely doing it for you guys. So hopefully, again, if you're just joining us here in 2022, welcome. Uh, we're going to give it to you as we see fit. If you want any to give us any feedback, give us talk to us. We want to hear what other parents or what you think other parents could or should be doing. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear the opinions of non-parents, but sometimes it's valid, sometimes I, it's not. I'll leave it at that. that. I absolutely love to hear any side, to be honest. I always want to hear any side. So oh, if you I, want to reach out to us, yes, a, there's a, a topic you want us to touch a on. Good discussion. A good discussion is a good discussion. That's right. So guys, reach out to us. Talk to us. Uh, we'll still be here. So Welcome to our first episode of the year. We have plenty more and fun stuff catching up. Oh, 
And even though I know it's not 100% in stone, we should be at GalaxyCon Richmond. Question mark? Question mark. It's March 18th through March 20th, uh, 2022 at Gr- Greater Richmond Convention Center, son. So it's it's a big place. Wait a minute, wait a minute. where are the dates again for Richmond? Uh, right here. March 18th through the 20th. Okay. At so the Greater the, uh, Richmond Convention Center. So unless something happens and that changes, that's that's the uh, that's the current dates that we question mark will be we there. We question mark. We're, we're trying to finalize our panelist spots. Yeah. Even if we don't do panels, we will be there in some form or another yeah. just to we hang out. We will do you uh, a solid. Whoa, whoa, a solid, man. Whoa. We'll do a... Whoa. Yeah. First talking about booze and now doing <laughs> doing solid, you know. It's Bob Saget, you know. Bob's Sag- channeling see. his humor. Oh, <laughs> Danny Tanner, you bastard. You dirty some bitch. You dirty some... No, not really. We love Danny. We yes. love Betty. Bob Saget. Everybody, guys. 2022, it's going to be a great year. We know it's going to be a roller coaster, but we are here for you guys. Just don't forget, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. 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 <laughs>